You're listening to the Lockin Podcast with Mike and Baz. Grab a pint and join us in our virtual pub where we chat to ordinary people with extraordinary stories to tell. Coming up on this week's show. I think the lesson is there. Um, if you've got a responsible job for a massive multinational company, don't get your cock out on the internet. <laughs> so I've dressed up nicely. I've had a bag of crisps for me tea. And I've got a glass of... Aldi Prosecco on the go. So what could possibly go wrong? There are loads of really kind of really good, polished, professional podcasts. Um, I think the market's swamped with them. There's not enough that have got two middle-aged blokes just getting pissed. (laughs) Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lock-In Podcast. My name's Mike, and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Yay! If you're watching on YouTube, you will notice that we've made it a little bit of an effort tonight. Um, I mean, I'm wearing a particularly special uh, 70s bow tie and ruffled shirt. Beautiful. Baz, Baz is wearing a white flat cap and a Hawaiian shirt with skulls on it, I believe they are. Candy skulls, yeah. There you go, you see. The reason we've made a bit of an effort today is that this show is a review of the season because... Uh, we're taking a little break for the summer. Um, we'll be back in September. Um, but to be fair, you might be listening to this in August and we'll be back next week. So no worries. <laughs> the wonderful so world of podcasting. So we've decided to do a review of uh, of the season and we've got a few awards uh, that we're going to go through on this one. So, um, yeah, so I've, um, I've, like I say, I've dressed up nicely. I've had a bag of crisps for me tea, and I've got a glass of Aldi Prosecco on the go. Ooh, so lovely. what could possibly go wrong? Baz, what are you drinking, sunshine? Well, unusually, rum and Diet Coke. Rum and Diet Coke? <laughs> Who would have thought it? <laughs> that must be nearly every episode apart from the first one. I think so. So um, if you haven't been with us, and um, there's every chance you haven't, because by the time you're listening to this, uh, you may well have seen us on Contraption Masters on Discovery Plus in the States. So if you have, hello or howdy. <laughs> I believe that's how they say it over there, Buzz. Um, so hello, we just welcome. Do- <laughs> and don't be sad that this is the first one you've seen because um, we've now done 53 of these. Yes, Baz, 53, um, 27 of which uh, were have made it to the audio podcast. So we did a bunch before we turned it into an audio podcast. But you're very welcome to our pub, The Brace of Reedlings. And uh, this is me and Baz. We're middle-aged blokes having a few beers and having a chat. And quite often, we have amazing guests on the show. So you're going to see some of those tonight because we've got clips um, from back through the uh, through the series. And um, but where I want to start this is this all came from uh, we were in lockdown, and Baz and I met through TikTok um, through social media, and uh, we'd we'd got chatting and decided that we would pretend to be in the pub and we'd FaceTime on a Wednesday night have a few beers and chat shit and we did and we had such a good time we were like why don't we let other people watch it so that is what this is it's let, as let me, simple let me, as let that me, let me tell you exactly how it happened mike said we should do this as a podcast and then the next week he said right we're doing a podcast and i was like oh shit all right <laughs> and here we are exactly i said we should do this as a podcast and i sorted it out in a week so um if you haven't seen what this was like or heard what this was like uh, when we first started, let me uh, play a little clip and introduce you to uh, where all this began. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever edition of Lockdown Lock-In. It's a new podcast where two middle-aged blokes chat nonsense over a few beers like they used to be able to do uh, when the pubs were open. I'm not sure how you're supposed to serve it, but I've got a glass and a chilled bottle. <laughs> right, so, okay, give me a description, smell, taste. Do um, smell. Benelin. Like <laughs> no, it, it smells like Benelin, which isn't a good start. Do you know what no, I mean? No. Mate, honestly, that stuff, 
I don't care how desperate you are to get pissed. That That's not worth it. <laughs> there we go. There's a lot of stuff going on there, Baz, that I didn't realise. That when we first started this, clearly we didn't, the audio wasn't as good because we didn't have magnificent 65 quid microphones off Amazon. Nope. Um, also, I look really fucking bored. <laughs> it's the first one. Do you know what I mean? You thought I would have had a bit of enthusiasm and excitement. I was like, Oh yeah, and uh, welcome to. I'm rubbing my eyes. It looks like I've just fucking woken up. <laughs> yeah, but also, I think it was that thing of like we've we've both learned how to sort of like be a bit more enthusiastic because the first <laughs> it was literally like, uh, what are we doing here? Can we just get drunk? And like, God forbid, that's what actually happened. Who knew it would take 53 episodes for us to learn how to sound like we give a shit. <laughs> So uh, that episode um, is available on YouTube. <laughs> um, when I say it's available, the first, I don't know, 45 minutes is available. Because as you can see from that, we started I looked shit-faced when we started it. Um, it. It just descended into carnage. And as I was editing it the day after, the back two-thirds of it, I just couldn't even look at myself. It was like someone was showing you photos of you when you were being a dick. <laughs> And I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. So it's gone. It's gone forever. It's not even on the cutting room floor. It's, uh, it, it's gone and no one shall ever see it again. Thank God for that. <laughs> it was, but what it did, it taught us a few things. It taught us to be more fucking enthusiastic and look like we're enjoying the podcast. Um, but it also taught us to, uh, to get guests on. Because um, when we get a guest on, me and Baz behave ourselves a bit more, and we, we don't we don't just descend into getting shit faced on the internet, which is what episode one entirely was. Well, because uh, by recollection, I think it was about four hours or something, wasn't it? Three and a half hours or something, something like that. Yeah, and I can imagine that the last three hours were probably just me giggling, like I do mostly anyway. Mate, it was it was mostly incoherent. Um, I was just, honestly, I woke up the next day and went to edit it. And like I say, after about two hours in, I was like, I can't even watch any more than this. I'm just going to get rid of it. I can't. It was, it, it was like someone, you know, you know when you've been a dick and someone just shows you, do you know what I mean? And so it says, look, look, look at how you were behaving. I was like, oh, shit. I did that to myself. So, yes, we, uh, we deleted. Um, I say we, I deleted Yes. Um, the, Ergo, vast we deleted, yeah. the vast majority <laughs> of that first one but the positive thing is that first one we had a really good time uh, we've become even closer friends from then it's meant that we're still doing the podcast um, even though not that many people are listening or bothered we don't care we're still having fun with it I listen to them that's the most important thing exactly so do I <laughs> to me and you are the, the top listeners uh, in the car and um, so yeah, um, and also it's um, we've met a load of really cool people um, through doing it, and also um, it's it's probably responsible for us even being on TV because we had Joshua or I had Joshua on the uh, on the quiz before he came onto the podcast, um, but I wouldn't have met Joshua without the quiz, and we wouldn't have got to know him as well as we do without coming onto the podcast and and, and subsequently becoming a very good friend of ours. So, um, if nothing else, this 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 mess of a podcast that started fifty three episodes ago um, has uh, has got a lot to answer for in a good way. We're going to go through a review of the season so far, and um, I've come up with a few awards. So we've got little clips of previous episodes. Um, under certain themes. So, the first award, uh, he says, getting out a green sparkly envelope. Nice. The first award goes to, and I'm going to read the intro, and it says, the first award is for Confession of the Season. Cool. <laughs> this episode where we interviewed, interviewed Rick, uh, or Rick Bearded Life, as he is on social media, about his background being brought up around brothels and the fact that he is now on OnlyFans. This moment that I'm going to play now um, was where he and I confessed to the same thing. Uh, show me where you're we from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Sitting down. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do too because I'm a lazy boy. <laughs> <it> makes sense. <laughs> Why overcomplicate it? You don't throw a drink to your mouth from there, do you? <laughs> 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 I'm proud to be. A, I'm proud to we like a lady. There we go. I've <laughs> and there you go. That do you know? Was, do you know uh, what's as funny now as it was on the on the night we did that? I just yeah. <laughs> the, the confession. Uh, the confession there is obviously that um, the majority of time I we sitting down. Uh, I say the majority of time, not in pubs. Uh, that's not my favourite. But no, sit down, have a rest. If you need a poo while you're having a week. Crack on. You can't do that. Just up, can you? Also, it's quite hard to sort of sit down if you're having a wee in a bush, really, isn't it? There you go. <laughs> that episode uh, was where I first really got to know, uh, got to know Rick. And um, if you haven't seen it or listened to it, go and dig it out. Um, it's a belter. I mean, some of the things that his life story is something to uh, something to behold, uh, which involves being, you know. Living in Bali, it involves being brought up um, surrounded by prostitutes. Um, that's true, but I'm not going to tell you why. You'll have to go and listen to the podcast yourself. Um, and the fact that he is he's um, he's on OnlyFans. And do you know what is when you say OnlyFans? Uh, I don't think Rick would mind me saying that. When you say OnlyFans and you picture somebody who's on OnlyFans, I don't think Rick would mind me saying that his face and his appearance is the last person you would expect to be on OnlyFans, but he's there, he's doing it, and a uh, fascinating story. Also, give it a shout out to OnlyFans, it just proves that like it's not exactly what you think it is. No. Well, it is, it's just for blokes as well. <laughs> <laughs> he basically does what the girls do. So... <laughs> uh, so, we, so we believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, he did offer me a uh, he did offer me a free week subscription or something like that, but I never took him up on that one. Um, but I did see here, I did see on TikTok he um, he duetted somebody, and it was one of those ones that says uh, just two guys with small wieners staring at each other, and so he duetted something like that. And there was a number of uh, female commentators uh, underneath going, "I know that's not true." And yeah, <laughs> we've seen it. It's not, and all this kind of stuff. So he's uh, he's still got the uh, he's still got the fans there. Well, it hasn't drawn me into getting my own OnlyFans account. That's for sure. Well, you know, Baz. I mean, the, the transitions you could do on OnlyFans. <laughs> imagine, imagine the scenes. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be ridiculous, wouldn't it? <laughs> but no, it was really good. Uh, really interesting one, wasn't it? With uh, with Rick. Yeah, yeah, it was because it was it's one of those strange ones. Uh, because also at that, at that point in his life, uh, we weren't supposed to mention who he worked for, and of course he mentioned it himself. And of course yeah, he doesn't I work for them now. Leave that out. <laughs> Sorry, because <laughs> he doesn't work for them now. Is he not under wraps anymore? No, really? Yeah, so he does. Yeah, he doesn't work for Coca Cola anymore. Oh, he doesn't work for them anymore. That's why no. it's not under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's it's not related to his extracurricular activity, is it? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, he was booting out for doing it. Yes. Wow. Well, I think that and that and his content as well, because obviously his content's quite bawdy as well. So yeah, yeah. but he's doing all right. He's having a lovely he's having a lovely time. Wow, I did he's not. Know the there you go, there you go, people. There's the uh, there's the exclusive. I found out at the same time as you that Rick got fired for being smutty on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's getting a Jaguar next week, so he's not doing too badly. All right. So, what's he doing now? Uh, he's still sales, but it's right. just for a different. Yeah, just for a different company. A company that doesn't mind him being smutty, I don't have an answer or hasn't found out yet. <laughs> Sorry. Is that, is that Rick now? Is he calling you? <laughs> yes, he is. He says, "Shush! Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Stop talking about me." It's not even going out live. How does he know? He's a magic. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Oh, oh, that's yeah, interesting. I did not know that. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I think the lesson is there, um, if you've got a responsible job for a massive multinational company, don't get your cock out on the internet. <laughs> the moral of the story. <laughs> uh, and the good thing is you and I are both self-employed, so we've never got that issue. Exactly. So, yeah, sound career advice for uh, for any young people watching. Um, yeah, if you've got a responsible job for a massive multinational company, like Coca-Cola, don't get your cock out on the internet, you might get into trouble. There you go. 
There you go. What a way to right. So the next award is, and I'm going into a green envelope. I'm pulling out what is definitely not exactly the same piece of paper I just pulled out. <laughs> the next one on the list that is all on the same piece of paper in the same envelope. Okay, this next one is uh, one which I've called Action Hero of the Season. Ooh. This episode was early in the audio podcast. I think it was the first or second um, when we met Jay Jordan, who, um, as a result of coming on there, I named the real-life Jason Bourne. Um, a BMW pulled up and there was four guys jumped out of AKs and shotguns. I started hanging around in the marinas until the point where I actually got involved and started speaking to the mafia. There's no way out of this house whatsoever. If they come through the door, that's it. We're fucked. Are you, is this your life? Are you reading a film script right now? Because I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit... <laughs> we, didn't invite you on here to, we didn't invite you on here to pitch a new born identity <laughs> film, mate. Unbelievable. And like I said, that was, that was either our first or our second. Um, it was the first one. First audio podcast, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, before then, it, like I say, we were having a real good time. Uh, me and him were getting pissed, uh, inviting our mates on, having a laugh. It was live. Um, and that was the first one where we had a grown-up, let's record it, let's edit it, and let's put it out as an audio podcast. Um, and it, I think it was probably the first person to come on that we didn't actually know as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, wow, just... Look, if you haven't listened to it, I know this, this this is basically just a massive long advert for our previous podcasts. But why not? It's brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, but phenomenal guy. Um, bit of background to him. He's um, he's a, formerly of the military, but he's now, um, he now specializes in child recovery. So kidnap children uh, in foreign countries. He basically risks his life to go off and... Um, recapture them or uh, and take them back to uh take them back to the parents uh which is just a phenomenal story and it was there was several points in that podcast buzz that me and you were just sat there thinking we just piss about on the internet this <laughs> man's an actual hero and we got like quite fanboy about it but we're quite rightly because the the guy is a hero but they were just they'd, like listening to his story we were just like just the, the, the most dangerous thing i've done you know the most dangerous thing I've done at work is use somebody else's milk out of the fridge. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and this guy, and this guy's literally like fucking about with the mafia and Hezbollah, and do you know what I mean? It's unreal. What was incredible about that is uh, when we'd finished the podcast, because obviously we stop on afterwards. We just the first thing we both said was "fucking hell," that was gold, wasn't it? Proper gold. It's just just unbelievable. It blew us away, and I think that was the first. Um, that was the first time I, I could kind of see what um, this podcast could be in terms of, uh, and, and that's why we got, uh, we, we started to get guests on on a regular basis. Um, and we went through, I mean, our first three, um, our first three were real incredible life stories from yeah. people who are far better than us uh, in, in, in general, far better people than us and just incredible human beings. Um, and we got three in and we're like, shit, <laughs> we need to dial this down. So I think we got Joshua on and just got pissed. I can't remember, but it was, uh, we, we basically needed to go, we can't keep this going because we're going to like end up just like fawning over these superhero people uh, every week. Yeah, we did need to lighten it up a little bit because we, you know, and there'll be a clip from another one of these that it was not quite heavy, but very unexpected considering what yeah. we'd started off doing. And obviously, and the, and the one with Jay particularly, which was which was good about it was it's the first one that we'd done not in an evening time we'd done it in the daytime, so yes. of course we weren't both pissed like we usually are when we do this. <laughs> you know what, Baz? I think there might be something in that because that yes. was a really good one. Um, <laughs> we were really professional. It was really slick, and it was so early on in the day that neither of us were pissed. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you know what? It's there are loads of there, there are loads of really kind of really good polished professional podcasts um i think the market's swamped with them there's not yeah. enough that have got two middle-aged blokes just getting pissed yeah so uh, i reckon we stick that stay in our lane mate do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah we'll keep we'll keep those really serious heavy ones few and far between let's be careful we'll, we'll do them occasionally but it scares us like i say we got three episodes in and we we're like shit this is actually proper grown-up and really good and really kind of inspirational people on here 
Well, we also like, put... we're, not like, we're not Jay Shetty. We're pissheads. We can't carry on like this. The next award uh, is for bombshell of the season. Oh, yeah, I know what this is. So this moment comes from another early episode where we interviewed Tina and Max. I follow Tina and Max on TikTok, and we invited her on to the show because I love the, uh, I love their content, uh, which shows how Max, who's a German shepherd, helps keep her safe uh, when she has an epileptic episode. Now, I love what I call dogs with jobs. I know there's a more professional term for it, but I, dogs with jobs, honestly, as a 47-year-old man, get me almost in tears when I see them. I think I love dogs, and I think dog, my two dogs just do fuck all all day. Do you know, I love them. Do you know what I mean? I love them, and they're brilliant, but they do now. But, but to, when you've got dogs that have got a proper actual job, like Max does, just... And that's why I started following her, and that's why I wanted her on the podcast. We got her on to talk about that and to talk about Max and talk about how he helps her. Like he, when she is, begins to have a, an epileptic episode, he 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 can alert her, so he knows before she does. But also, once she starts to go into one of these episodes, he he will. He's a big old fella, and he'll get underneath her arm and lower her to the floor. He'll get underneath her so she doesn't bang her head on the floor when she's convulsing. And all these things. And it's incredible. And that is exactly why we wanted her on the show. But there was a moment, and we're going to play the clip now, where Baz and I were basically dumbfounded. Uh, and here it is. When I woke up, um, I don't have any memory of the first 40 years of my life. I completely, it did something to my memory. And um, wow. so I, and I still haven't regained those memories back. I remember bits and pieces of stuff. When I woke up, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know where I was at. It was, it was so scary. It was, it was horrible. I didn't even know what I looked like. I had to look in the mirror to see That's if what crazy. I looked like matched my pictures. It was, it was, it was so, it was the first few months and even up until, I mean, even now I struggle with it. Sometimes I have days where it really bothers me, but the first like even six months was horrible. It was so horrible. So yeah, I'm even, I'm even lost for words now. Uh, I, think, I, I think it would have been worth like literally length of that clip because for about 10 seconds afterwards, you and I were just sat like this. Um, I don't know what to say now. <laughs> just like, Shit. But yeah, clearly um, that uh, episode uh, of the podcast soon turned from, oh, we've got a dog that helps you and looks after you. That's amazing. Into, fuck, you don't remember anything before that seizure three years ago. Um, and, and, and yeah, what, what, a, what a bombshell to drop in the podcast, but just made a phenomenal podcast. And look, uh, if you haven't uh, listened to that again, go back and listen to it. Um, but Tina, what an incredible woman! What an incredible woman! What an incredible dog! And also, um, a bonus is that um, once you've listened to that one, listen to the one called Tina and Chopper. Um, because uh, that's not only fans, one by the way, so yeah, that's not no, no. <laughs> um, although, if you did type Tina and Chopper into uh, OnlyFans, I reckon something will come up. Um, but no, um, Tina and uh, her husband, whose nickname is Chopper, um, came back onto the podcast uh, a few months later because we were really interested. So we'd heard the story from uh, from Tina's point of view, which is, I woke up, no memories, didn't know who that guy was, ran out of the house, petrified, and then had to kind of piece my life back together and still don't remember my husband, my kids, my friends, where I live, all these kind of things. Um, so that was a phenomenal uh, episode in itself. But yeah, we got her back again to get uh, with her husband to get the other side of things, which is my wife all of a sudden didn't know who the fuck I was. Yep. So both of those episodes are like truly like mind-blowing. Um, and yeah, what a privilege to, um, to, have, uh, to have sat and chatted to... Uh, Tina twice, um, and the two of them uh, on, on a second occasion. Just, just an incredible story, and um, it, it, it's it's sad um, at times, um, but also incredibly inspirational. Well, what, so, and the second one was literally born about the fact that sort of after we'd sort of gathered our thoughts and got back into the conversation, we started asking those like questions as a couple of dickheads usually would do about going along the lines. Of, I bet her husband was literally going. 
of all the things I've done, I can get away with now that she doesn't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, you've always done, you've always taken the rubbish out and you've always done all the jobs around the house and I've always just sat and done nothing. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, but yeah, that, that was, that, that was amazing. Um, the two of them are just, I mean, they, they still struggle. So it's, it's, it's quite a, it is quite a sad story. Um, in a way, I mean, the background of it, I guess, is um, the underlying story is is sad. Um, but um, but both of those podcasts are phenomenally interesting and and quite uplifting as well. So um, again, so so that was the um, the second one that we'd done. So we oh, did. Can, can we, sorry, can we just mention as well that on the back of that, you set up a was it GoFundMe or what did you say? Yes. Yes, yeah. there is a GoFundMe. So um, if you go to the lockin.co.uk and you go to previous episodes and you find Tina and Max, um, there's a link there to, uh, to raise money for. It's because basically in America, that obviously with the healthcare system, and there is none, that she has to sort of find the money to train Max and do all the things. She doesn't get much help with her, obviously, with her seizures and things like that. So Mike went. Do you know what I'll do? We'll set up a GoFundMe. I think you and I were the first, but you know, like people that sort of put into that. I don't know if there's how much has gone into it, but it's yep. such a worthwhile thing as well. So yeah, definitely go and have a look at that. Absolutely. Um help um help them fund Max's uh, Max's training. Um so yeah, that was um again, it was like the you know, the first two when we said about it before, the the first two of, of, of the season, we were just like first two grown-up audio podcasts we did was like, hold on a minute. So we've got a guy here who basically risks his life on a daily basis to go and rescue kids from abroad out of the clutches of criminals and um, and and has to um, go up against terrorist organisations, sometimes has to jump in bed with the mafia to be able to do it. Then you've got a lady who lost all of her memory and only remembers the last three years of her life. Um, and then um, the next one, which is the next clip, um, was a guy who we met through. And we're not spoiling anything because if you have seen us on um, Contraption Masters on Discovery Plus, uh, you'll know that we get through to the second round um, because that's what happened in the first episode. Yep. Um, and on the second episode, we met a guy called Steve Robinson. Steve Robinson, again, this was like literally bang, bang, bang. Our third one we did was another incredibly um, inspirational um, podcast about a guy who tragically lost lost his right arm in uh, a motorcycle accident when he was um, when he was eighteen, um, and just basically about it, it, a massively inspirational story how this guy just didn't um didn't let it get him down and and the clip i want to play um and the award i want to give um is for the um the understatement of the season (laughs) brilliant it is irrelevant really you know i've got to tell you it's a minor inconvenience it's uh, a minor inconvenience that, you know, I possibly could have done without. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let me just do this. Yeah. That's worth a round of applause. That's you know so what? good. I mean, uh, you know, we, we, we've met Steve and we've had him uh, we've had him on the podcast, obviously, and we met him through uh, filming the TV show. Um, I think he's an incredible man. Um but how fucking Yorkshire is Steve, by the way? Is that, well, it's a bit of an inconvenience. <laughs> that, that whole episode was it's full it's of like, Yorkshireisms, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like lost an arm. Fuck it, I've got another one, answer. Do you know what I mean? Unbelievable. What what a man, what a man. It's, he's never let it hold him back. He's never looked at himself as a disabled man. Um, and more than that, though, it, it, that episode is just full of things where he's... I mean, we mentioned he's a, he's a one-armed pilot. Um, he was petrified of flying. So his way of getting over petri- being petrified of flying was to learn how to fly a really small aeroplane with one arm. I mean, I, I, I like Steve, but he's fucking <laughs> mental. Do you know what I mean? That's not a normal thing to do, is it, Baz? But, but as it turned out as well, that, that so, so all the things that he did that were like the biggest things in his life were, were always uh, against challenges that he faced. So he, he didn't like horses. He decided what he would do. 
he would uh, he would learn to ride a horse, and then he became he did he get second or something in or yeah, he, he, second he, he in the national cha- national dressage championship. <laughs> yeah, so he, he'd never ridden a horse, learned to ride a horse, and he mainly did it because he he was scared of horses. Yeah, and 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 another thing, like we're not. I mean, the the, the, the podcast is just full of really really good stuff. So, um, giving a few highlights here isn't going to spoil it and isn't going right. to stop you wanting to listen to it. Uh, and by the way, if you do want to listen to it, wherever you're listening to the podcast now, it's obviously there somewhere. Um, if you're struggling for links, go to thelockin.co.uk. Um, but yeah, he um, he tells a story about um, he was he was trying to fly a plane, uh, trying to see if he could fly a plane, and the NHS had made him an arm. Um, so he tried flying the plane with that, and he just says so matter of fact, matter of factly, like he just did then. He went. Yeah, the the arm come off at six and a half thousand feet, and we started plummeting down to the ground. Do you know what I mean? That kind of just what the fuck? And, and do you know what? Someone who's petrified of flying, their prosthetic arm fell off as they were flying. They started to plummet towards the ground, and again, he's not gone. See, I was right about being scared of flying. I shouldn't be up in the air. Nobody should. It's a stupid thing to do. I'm never doing it again. No, Steve made his own artificial limb to be able to qualify to be a pilot. And the whole story is, so he wasn't an engineer at that point. He just went out and bought some aluminium, bought a CNC lathe and some other bits of equipment and made his own arm. And yeah, and once again, it was, we sat there during the podcast being fairly flippant with some questions and then sat there afterwards kind of going, fuck. <laughs> just an incredible, incredible inspirational man and uh, a pleasure uh, a pleasure to get to know him, um, yeah. and he has promised uh, to take me up in the plane, which I'm not going to be able to do this year. But I am definitely going to uh, definitely going to go up with him um, at some point next year. But I mean, he was talking about it. He's he could actually fly to where I am. So if you're new to the podcast, um, I live in Donegal, in uh, right up in the far northwest of Ireland, um, and um, he reckons he could fly here because. They're only allowed to fly a certain distance over water, but he reckons if he flies up to Scotland, there's a bit that's close enough between Scotland and Northern Ireland that he can he can whiz over. So nice. that'd be nice. I might fly over to Leeds Bradford Leeds Bradford Airport and um, spend the day with him, and then he can fly me home. <laughs> so that's the plan. The next uh, award that I would uh, I'm dispensing with the green envelope now. I've um, <laughs> I've grown tiresome of my own uh, picking up the same envelope and pulling out the same piece of paper. Um, so anyway, the next award um, is for, um, uh, it's called Entertainer of the Season. And the uh, we had the pleasure of, of the company of the amazing comedian and parody songwriter, or as he likes to call it, song ruiner, um, Frizz Frizzle. Now, here's a couple of examples of um, of the the fine, fine work of Frizz Frizzle. My favourite, uh, my favourite is the triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because that's my favourite also. Going out for a run and I am having such fun Gotta, gotta be fast because I want to win Now I'm off for a swim It is easy as piss Cause it's only a swim Yes, it's only a swim I'm in front of the race There's a smile on my face Cause I'm nearing the end And I'm beating my friends And as I cross the finish line I'm pretty sure that I have won now But the judges have their thumbs down What the fuck? The referee is telling me, and I lose control. Holy shit, I missed out the middle bit. I thought it was a swim and run, but it was a triathlon. Even though I tried to win, I forgot the cycling. Put my medal to one side. Because I missed the bike ride. <laughs> I missed the bike ride. 
I didn't pedal. No, I won't do the whole thing. <laughs> Here he comes. Actually, I think you'll find. Oh, here he comes. He's a mansplainer. That's that. That's that. It's all songs. Unbelievable. Honestly, I felt so pleased and uh, and blessed uh, that Frizz agreed um, agreed to come on. Um, and again, that was another one, a bit like Tina and Max, where we got the guy on to come and talk to us about. Um, the parody songs and the you know and and to and to play a bit for us and to entertain us and to go through all the stuff that is on um, on TikTok, um, but we learned so much more about them. It was they uh, there were there, there were conversations about um, their mental health um, and uh, a, a lot of talk about that. And um, since um, their appearance on uh, on on the podcast, um, um, found out that they're um, they're autistic as well, and so there was a, a number of things, a number of conversations. So, and there was um, stories about alcoholism and well, not alcoholism, but it was um, it, self-medicating. Yeah. Um, was how it was uh, how it was uh, referred. So, drinking a, a huge amount, but not an addiction, more to cope with mental health problems. And so, just again, it sounds really dark, um, but the way they just kind of spoke about it and 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 just kind of, it was quite lighthearted and 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 a really good example of how these things. It's good to talk about these things and when you do talk about these things, it doesn't have to be everybody looking down at the floor and being sad. And uh, it, it, it can just be, it's normal. So yeah. if you're a guy who chats and jokes like I do, then do that when talking about things like this. Um, it was just, just, just an incredible experience. It's been a good sort of discovery for both of us as well. You know, we're here primarily to dick around and get drunk and, you know, and ask stupid questions. Then all of a sudden, and this, this podcast and all sort of shows that we've, um, that we've had moments where we kind of gone, shit, you know, we, we started, we started doing this particular podcast for one reason and then it's grown into something else. And I think that's a beautiful podcast as well. And that's why we're still doing them, isn't it? Absolutely, uh, it, it is. It is it, for for us. It's not about um, it's not about number of views, number of listens, num- all this kind of stuff. It's about it's an incredible vehicle. A for me and you in two different countries to have a drink every uh, every week. Yeah. Um, but B to meet some incredible people that we just wouldn't be able to meet other than online um, through this sort of uh, this sort of format. So. Um, so yeah, and speaking of which, again, another tremendous segue. Um, <laughs> the penultimate award for this evening um, goes to the um, surprise treat of the season. Now, what I mean by this is that um, in this episode, I kept the guest's identity a secret from Baz um, because I wanted to see Baz blown away as much as I was when I first met this person. Um, so check this out over to you to just do your thing alright this should be better because you've had a few pints as well Baz so hopefully (laughs) more than a few pints Working hard to make it better, doing it faster makes us stronger. Morning, hour after hour, work is never. <laughs> Working hard to make it better, doing it faster makes us stronger. Morning, hour after hour, work is never over. <laughs> Drop it. Never over. 
god. Oh my god. How fucking good is that, man? I was just looking at my own face then, because it's the first time I've watched it back like that. And I just look like some kid in a sweet shop going. Unbelievable, wasn't it? Unbelievable, mate. And 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 that's I'm so pleased that um I kept um Kimmy's identity from you until we until we went live. Because I wanted to I wanted to kind of I wanted you to have what I had. So um it's not you know it's not ruining the podcast um and stopping people going to listen to it to say that um I was on holiday um in Devon uh, to a place that we go to every year. Um, a place that I'm going to tomorrow for two weeks, which is why uh, we're having a bit of a break on the podcast. Um, but I just walked into a random place. There was an open mic night on. People singing the usual, like, you know, show off me voice type songs. Um, me and my mates are just in there having a few beers, chatting, not even noticing, uh, not even looking at the people singing. And then Kimmy stood up and did that. And um, I was like, fuck, that is incredible. Um, and my mates have just gone, yeah, whatever, like that. And I was like, right then. So I left my mates and went over and just kind of stood, like with my mouth jaw on the floor, um, listening to Kimmy do that. So for Kimmy to just kind of, uh, I mean, it's, it sounds dramatic to say, uh, I feel blessed that Kimmy walked, literally walked into my life that night because just what a talent, what a, what an incredible um, talent and also uh, an, an amazing human being as we found out. Yeah. Um, in the podcast um but yeah it just just amazing i wanted you to feel kind of the same kind of fuck me sensation that that i did when i first heard it well it, it was great for me as well because like, i obviously didn't know who was coming on because you, you could have told me and i probably still wouldn't have had an idea what was going to happen and then uh because i've got a great love of music anyway so literally the, the rest of the podcast was just my, me and mike literally asking her questions about music about how she'd come to that when she first sort of discovered she had this amazing kind of i hate to call it talent but this kind of ability to do the things that she does yeah because it's it's kind of like you know she she was she said oh look anybody can learn to do it but i was like yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no she, and she like and like mike said she was just really really warm um you know there's a huge divide between our ages and hers because she's in her twenties, and um, but she was really happy to explain to us literally what the process was about um, doing beatboxing and about the whole community as well because there's a huge sort of like backstory to what she does that you know myself and Michael never ever get involved in, but it's just great to sort of find out about someone like her who is uh, it's literally her whole life, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and it's it was brilliant, and again. So blessed because, like I say, to to a founder at all um, has enriched my life. Maybe only a little bit, but it certainly has enriched my life. Um, and I I kind of I didn't find her on uh, on social media straight away. She cropped up on something Instagram or or something. Uh, I don't know what it was, but i realized it was her and i was like shit i need to follow her and all that so once we started with the podcast and started looking for guests i was like do you know what i'm going to reach out to her and um and see if uh, if she would be interested and bless her she came on um did her thing um and just 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 i really really enjoyed it. that's one of the one of the ones i've enjoyed the most not to the detriment of anyone else you know i love doing the podcast and i've really really enjoyed that one i just really really enjoyed there, there well some some of the podcasts are yeah, you know, it's we we've joked before about uh, can you have a favourite kid? And you, yeah. yeah, and it's one of those things. It's like all of the podcasts we've done have all had bits of them which have been my favourites. And you know, some will go, oh no, it, that was one of my favourites. But then you'll listen to another one, you're going to go, oh no, that was my favourite. We've got to the final award of the uh, of the evening because um, it doesn't matter when you're listening to it. I'm in a dicky bow and a, and a dress shirt, so it's evening. Um, it, we've got to the uh, the moment of the awards where uh, we get to award the best moment of the season. Ooh, like this. So we could have chosen hundreds uh, for this. Yeah. Um, but this one was chosen not only because it features a cheesy joke from me, um, but also because it sums up the outlook on life that the inspirational guest has um, that we can all learn from, ladies Ooh, and gentlemen. Nice. So let's listen to 
the best moment of the season. One day they asked the nurse to take me to a proper toilet because all the, the patients used commodes and we didn't have proper toilets. And she took me to the to the staff toilets and unknown to her, or she'd forgotten, there was a mirror in the bathroom. And when I looked in the mirror for the first time, I realised that all my acne had gone and I really did suffer at the hands of the bullies because I was really spotty, I had really bad acne. And I looked in the mirror and I was absolutely overjoyed. I thought, wow, my acne's gone. And I was so happy that my acne had gone that it sort of like, consume me full of 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 hope and 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 joyfulness and i was just i was i was just overjoyed then i looked in again and i looked to see my arm was missing and i thought oh yeah it, I, I can't see it i couldn't move very well to be honest with you i couldn't move my neck couldn't move my head but when i tried to look down on my right hand side i thought oh i don't think it is there i think they might be telling me the truth but i thought well never mind because my acne had gone and I, that's all i could think about Steve, if you're going to tell me that about six months before you you wished you, you once said I'd give me right arm not to have acne anymore, this is an amazing story. If that's what you did, I, you know, I might have said something like that in the past. I can't remember exactly, but a lot of people do say that, don't they? Yeah, I yeah. My right arm for that. Actually, I would never say that. Although, to be honest with you, I could say it now because I can have it because I don't know where it is. <laughs> Give me right arm for anything because it's probably not in a good neck at the minute now. Imagine the scabby right arm I might get now if I said I'd give my right arm for that. I'd give my right, I'd give my right arm to be a celebrity. Well, okay, there's your celebrity. Where's your right arm? Well, it's down at least General Infirmary somewhere, I think. If they've still, if they've still got it, oh, the I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't. It's not in a cupboard somewhere, Steve. <laughs> I, can I just say, I, I was on the verge of saying this earlier when we were talking about Steve about that moment about his acne. And I'm so glad I didn't say it now because that that genuinely is like the moment of the season for me is when he went. He looked upon this awful thing that had happened and then just took the simple positive out of all of it and said, "Oh, look, my acne's gone." Yeah, so, so so he didn't go. So he's looked at that, and because he was he was bullied a lot for his acne, um, he he was like, "Oh, I won't get bullied anymore because I've got no acne." Not, "Oh fuck, I'm going to get bullied now because I've only got one arm." Do you know what I mean? Or just, but the, the the outlook on life that that man has is, um, it's a lesson for everyone, um, and you know. Don't mean to get heavy or anything like that. I'll, I'll, I'll try and turn this podcast into anything other than just two blokes getting pissed. But everybody could learn lessons uh, on how to live your life and how to look past adversity, like like Steve, um, like Steve. I mean, I could do with Steve um, just whispering in my ear when I'm on the golf course and I'm losing my shit and throwing golf clubs. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> that, that that's my level of adversity that I'm talking about that I struggle to deal with. And then you've got Steve who's gone, yeah, I have lost an arm, but look at my face. Yeah, yeah, decent, exactly. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was dead funny when we recorded that as well because like, we had him on before we uh, we could announce that we'd been on the TV programme as well yeah. the first time. So, of course, we had to make no reference to the fact of how we met him through that. It was kind of, kind of oh, yeah, we've met this guy. But, of course, the first time we met him was, was unbelievable as well because – uh, we were sat in a hotel on a Sunday night preparing for our Monday to go on our TV programme. But um, it was it was that thing where he got into the thing of showing Joshua how he did his shoelaces up with one hand. Yes. And that's what started the whole thing about, oh, my God, this guy could do so many things. And th- at the moment of that of that podcast particularly, and, it's not, and it's, not a, it's not a spoiler, I said to him, or we said to him, would you, uh, would you have your right arm back now? And he went, do you know what? I don't think I would. And that was, and that was, you know, the, the whole of that, the whole of that podcast was like, we we, we knew he was a, an amazing guy because we'd seen him doing things when we were filming the TV program. But to have him on afterwards and have a chat with him, like there were so many things in that that he'd overcome, and uh, he just he just made them like like they were nothing, and that it's, it's a good lesson in life. I, I should think about him more often when I'm like crying over like I can't find a pair of shoes or some stupid shit like that in my life. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Or you can only find one glove. <laughs> Forty is a golfer. That's all you ever want, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I wear it on my left hand anyway. I'd be. I, I reckon I'd be just as good at golf if I had one arm. 
And that's not because and, and that's not because I can adapt to shit like that. It's just because I'm really bad at golf. Mate, I'd be just as good at golf if I had no arms, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to like it, it, we've been we've been so lucky to have and there are loads and loads of um Loads of guests from uh, from this season that we uh, we haven't mentioned, but I mean, I, I was I was going to pull a list together of um, the people that we've had on, but um, I'm not professional enough to do that, and I forgot. So, um, but just an indication, just off the top of my head, we have had um, three people off the tally. We've had a movie star. We've had a TV director. We've had two professional footballers. We've had um, a world record breaker. We've had so many incredible people. Didn't, didn't we, we had a run, didn't we, of three consecutive episodes where we had uh, they all had IMDb listings. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, look, we, we've, been, we've been so blessed that, um, that, that, that the people have agreed to just come and chat to us too. Um, and long may it continue because um, we'll be back in September and um, I hope that keep this run going of incredible people who come and chat to us. Um, and so, yeah, if you have only just found us, please um, like, subscribe, go to the lockin.co.uk. There's links to everything, the YouTube, the Spotify, the Apple podcast, the Apple, uh, the Amazon music, everything is there. Wherever you find your podcast, you'll find us there. Uh, I want you to go and like, subscribe, do all of that kind of stuff. Cause when we come back in September, it's going to be with some incredible guests. All uh, that's left to do now is to say thank you to everybody for listening. Um, don't forget to click every fucking button you can and listen, look, Share it with people, get it out there and uh, let other people, if you're enjoying this, let other people know about it um, because it's really, really hard um, to push podcasts because there's so many of them out there. Most of them are shit. Ours is really good. So (laughs) let people know that you've found an amazing podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Baz, thanks again for being on. I was going to say we'll see you all in September, but we can't see them now. So how do you finish a podcast? with? Because normally I would say say goodbye from from North Manchester, as I am, from a town called Bury, just north of Manchester. um, I would say see you when, 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 you know, instead of goodbye. So that in my head now to end this podcast, I'm going, I'll see you in September, but I can't see you now. Let's go for um, thank you all for listening. And we will be back in September and we will be blessed to have your company again in September. That's brilliant. (laughs) Until then, have a great time and behave yourself. See you later. (laughs) Fucking hell, got there in the end. (laughs) You've been listening to the Lot In Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to all our social media platforms head over to thelockin.co.uk for all the links.